Joining us on our Book Talk segment, great to welcome a man who's written a very uh, helpful book, I'm sure, as we've all been going through uh, this thing for the past year and uh, a lot of people dealing with anxiety. That's the part of the title of the book called Unwinding Anxiety. New science shows how to break the cycles of worry and fear to heal your mind. We're joined today by Dr. Uh, Judson Brewer. And uh, he is a renowned addiction psychiatrist, also a neuroscientist. He's an associate professor at the School of Public Health and Medical School at Brown University. And he joined us by telephone today. And, Doctor, good to talk with you. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. I I imagine the last year has been even more involved for you than even previously, right? We've all been going through it with anxiety. Not you specifically, but people coming to you. Yes, unfortunately. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think we've seen one study showed a 287% increase in people screening positive for anxiety disorders just in the last year. Yeah, and everybody, you know, part of life is, you know, anxiety from here from time to time, but anxiety disorder, that that's an actual uh, situation where there's something going on in your brain that you really need help with, right? It's not just, you know, you're nervous for a few minutes. I mean, this is different, isn't it? Yes, I would say we all get anxious. And when that's really causing severe disruptions of our daily and personal lives, that's when it falls into this this more murky category of disorder. As much as I don't like that designation, right. I think of it as mental health as compared to mental disorders, but that's, those are the diagnostic categories that we work with. Yeah. Well, I had a chance to, to read through the book, and, and you really uh, kind of explain it in a way that people like me can understand. Uh, uh, I think that's the key to it, because, uh, you know, the, the human uh, brain and, and uh, emotions are difficult to kind of really explain in everybody, but you, you, you have a lot of case uh, studies and uh, people that you talk to in the book that I think people are going to, you know, relate to. Uh, is that how you, you kind of decided to put it together? That was part of it. And also, as a neuroscientist, I wanted to make sure the theories that I was putting forward actually were true on a general population. So we we did the clinical studies. We developed an app called Running Anxiety and studied it. You know, we got a 50 57% reduction in anxiety in anxious physicians. We got a 67% reduction in anxiety in people with generalized anxiety disorder. So after I saw those data and started to work out the mechanism of how this was working, and then also saw that it was helping a lot of my clinic patients who were really struggling for decades. Uh, this was a, that, that was the time where I decided, well, let's get this out there to anybody who wants to unwind their own anxiety. And, and I, you talk about it in the book, how anxiety is, uh, unfortunately, to use the word again, contagious. I mean, somebody feels that way, and if they're around other people, they tend to feel the same way, uh, even if they're not anxious at the time, right? So it, it's that kind of thing. It, it kind of feeds on itself and other people around you, right? It does. There's even a scientific term called social contagion, which highlights you know how affect or emotion can be spread from one person to another, and that can happen. You know, you don't have to be within six feet of somebody to catch their social contagion. Right, right. Anybody can sneeze on our brain from anywhere in the world uh, via social media. Yeah, I mean, uh, again, social media has its good points, and obviously we've seen the, the not-so-good points, so that, that, that's, that's one of them right there. You talk about habit loops. Uh, I thought that was an interesting uh, a terminology in the book, and, and you give several examples of it. Can you kind of give a, a quick, a quick uh, rundown of what that is? Yeah, this is a basic survival mechanism where, you know, where, where our brains are designed to help us find food and avoid danger, and it takes only three... Uh, three elements to do that, a trigger, a behavior, and a reward from a neuroscience standpoint. So, for example, if we see food, uh, we eat the food, and then our, there's the behavior. 
And our stomach sends this dopamine signal to our brain that says, remember what you ate and where you found it. Same is true for fear. You know, uh, we see danger, we run away, and then we learn, oh, don't go back to there because that's a dangerous place. Well, anxiety can be formed in the same way. The feeling of anxiety can trigger the mental behavior of worry, and that mental behavior of worry makes us feel like we're doing something. And maybe we feel like we're a little more in control. And that feeds back and makes us more anxious because it doesn't actually solve the problem or fix mm. whatever the issue is. Yeah, I know you talk in the book uh, as well as, uh, you know, when you feel those feelings of anxiety, whatever you're doing, I think you have one in there about uh, people, you know, fear of flying or, or, or things like that. Uh, try and recognize the feeling at that point, right? Isn't that the first step to kind of get over it and not just, you know, the worry feeling, but exactly why you're feeling at that particular second, the, the fear? Yes, and I, I think it's important to differentiate the, what anxiety feels like versus why am I anxious? I feel a lot of patients who get caught in these why habits where they try to figure out what it is, you know, like why am I anxious? And they get stuck in trying to avoid those situations or you know, dwell on something that's happened in the past. The key here is what is happening in my body? What is triggering the anxiety? And how am I relating to those sensations? How am I relating to those thoughts? Am I feeding them by worrying more? Or can I just notice those? Oh, there's that worry thought again so that we're not caught up in that loop. And, and the whole uh, aspect of anxiety, uh, you talk in the book again, it, it, it's the prefrontal frontal cortex of the brain. That's where people get kind of paralyzed. They don't do anything. And that, that's the reason, isn't it? I mean, the, that part of your brain is the one that kind of gets clogged up at the moment and then you don't do anything or, or it paralyzes you in a sense, right? It does. The prefrontal cortex is a newer part of the brain, literally the neocortex, the new brain. And it's, it's evolved to help us think and plan, yet it needs accurate information to do that. When we don't have accurate information, we start to get anxious as we try, as our brain kind of overheats, <laughs> trying to think of all the worst case scenarios. And ironically, that's when our prefrontal cortex goes offline and we can't think it. Yeah, it just kind of blocks out all the things you, you really don't have to think about. But at that point, you can't do anything because your brain is wor working on something else, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, or it's kind of just spinning out in anxiety and yeah, worry. Right. Well, I know we have limited time, but we want to give the the audience a, a, a taste here. of. A, we've talked about what anxiety is. Uh, uh, what can we do to, to overcome it? Can you give a tip or two? I know the book has you know so much in there, but uh, what, what's the first thing you should do? Obviously, uh, you know, we've been dealing with this whole, uh, you know, the last year, actually, it's about a year coming up this week of the pandemic and all that. I guess that's the main one, but other anxieties have crept in, too, that, would be there even if we wouldn't have the pandemic, right? Obviously, the da daily anxieties. Yes, yes. So I would say the first step is really mapping out how our habits are formed around anxiety and are we developing new unhelpful habits like drinking more, eating more, distracting ourselves more. So we've actually put together a free habit mapper that people can download and start mapping out their habit list. It's mapmyhabit.com is the website where that's the first step is just start mapping out our habit loops. And that is already tremendously helpful because it illuminates our minds. It helps, helps us see what we're doing so that we can then start to work with it. Yeah, that's a great idea. Actually, analyzing it at, at the moment is probably the, the best thing you can do because then it, when you're analyzing it, your brain is working on it rather than just letting it overwhelm you, right? Yes. 
Yeah, great, great, great tip there. And again, the name of the book is called Unwinding Anxiety. That's what we all want to do. And new science showing how to break the cycles of worry and fear to heal your mind. And uh, Judson Brewer has been our guest. I should say before, he also wrote a great book, uh, The Craving Mind, uh, Helping People Quit uh, Smoking. So I should have mentioned that before. That has uh, been a very successful book for you. But, uh, Doctor, give out your website once again. People can get more information on the book. Sure. It's drjud.com, D-R-J-U-D.com. Great. Well, Doctor, I know you've probably been, as we say, been very busy the last year, but uh, thank you for writing the book. I know it's going to help a lot of people, and hopefully we can talk to you again. But thanks for being with us today. It's been my pleasure. Thank you. High anxiety whenever you're near. High anxiety, it's you that I fear. My heart's afraid to fly It's crashed before But then you take my hand My heart starts to soar Once more High anxiety It's always the same Anxiety It's you that I blame It's very clear to me I've got to give in High anxiety You win Hiya Tex, where you from? Cincinnati Great town, love that big red machine He's up on the linguine Hello, young lovers, whoever you are. What do I spy? A little grain of rice? Newly married? This morning. This morning, folks, and they said it wouldn't last. <laughs> but then you take my hand. My heart starts to soar once more. Key change, high anxiety. It's always the same. Hey. It's you that I blame It's very clear to me I've got to give in I anxiety And remember folks, be good to your parents They've been good to you You win I'm Stan Brock. 30 years ago, I formed Remote Area Medical to help people overseas. But then we found generations of families in America, isolated by poverty from the health care they need. Together, we can take dental, vision, and medical help to a million adults and their kids, right here at home in the United States of America. <laughs> 